Yep. Yo. <laughs> what up? Yo. Yo. Don't gas me, bro, cause it's just flames. Uh, don't gas me, bro, cause it's just flames. It just gets bigger and brighter and higher. So what's up with it? You don't want the smoke. Uh, either way it goes, it's just relo again. And I got Derek to the left. He good people. Oh, somebody that I'm happy to call a friend. But you knew that. Uh, but you knew that. Uh, and we just looking coasting, about to have a conversation. And you know, might discuss some occupations, future occupations, things we like to do. This, that, the third is just everybody saying words, uh, saying words, uh, and you know that I'm killing them with the flow, uh, it's so unpredictable to switch up like Biggie Baby, Biggie Baby. Anyway, here we go, I'm about to lay it down, and I'm like, one time in a trap, one time it's crazy, everybody knows I get any I get on, it's so unpredictable to the flow, you know I gotta switch on, no, yeah, how'd you like that? <laughs> Caught me by surprise. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, okay." Well, I said I had really to. is switching the flows <laughs> up. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you, I feel like when you say you' about to do something on the mic, you got to do it. Otherwise, it's just like <sighs> all the anticipation. Yeah, just like for no reason at all. Like, just kill, like kill it up to that point, right? Yeah. Then you're sa- you're telling everybody, "Hold the fuck up, I'm about to kill it some more," like even more harder, right? Yeah, and then you choke. Yeah. It's like you make all Tragedy. the shots. It's like you're making all the shots in the basketball game and then you miss the game winner. It's like you were hot. Well, shit. Wait, you said you, you scored all the points in the game? Yeah, but you missed the game winner. So, like the dude who smoked the layup in that video you showed me. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, imagine that's, that's game point. It's just yeah, like, well, that was right because I was, think that was, was fifty six to four, fifty four, yeah. and then everybody was like, ah, that, you, you could hear it cut it off. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And they just cut it <laughs> yeah. off. Yo, he probably got stomped in the locker room. Yeah, he had to run out as yeah, quickly as say, he could. Coach made him run laps when they got back to school. Shit, suicides. Yeah, it's like damn laps fucking and suicide stadiums. One whole lap. Yeah, one one court. Full court suicide, one lap, one full court suicide, one lap, fucking up to, f- like, what, 50? Yeah. And then you have to make 100 free throws in a row. If you miss, you have to start over. And that's what you get for missing that <laughs> fucking you get layup. That fucking layup. <laughs> I think that's fair, you know? <laughs> it's like, don't you ever miss a game-winning shot. Do you hear me? Like, unless, unless it's from, like, fucking half court or right? something, you know? Unless, unless it's a lob like, from lob all it, the way. <laughs> right? Unless you're lobbing that shit up. No. But apparently open layups are the are the easiest thing to miss in basketball. At least according to Dwayne Wade. I saw a video uh, about a week and a half or so ago. He was like, yeah, the open open lays. It's just something about it. You get to in your head. You be going too fast. You be like, I just, it should just be as easy as throwing it up. But it's not as easy as throwing it up. I was about to say, like, the whole time you're, like, on the break for it, yeah. you know, you're, like, hyping yourself up. Have this bet be fucking nice-ass free throw about to go in, win this game real quick. Yeah. And then, nah. Nah. It's like, Hit the bottom of the rim, bounces, yeah. off, <laughs> bounces <laughs> off, hits you in the head. <laughs> Just, <laughs> 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 you in the face. <laughs> you, you're you tripping over the camera people and shit. Everybody in the stadium's like, oh, shit. And it's just silence. Face, face plant, fucking. <laughs> you, 
trip over the camera crew, face plant, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> oh, dev. That's, uh, oh, that would be an actual tragedy. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that, yeah, it would. Do you retire at that point? Especially if it's game seven, do you retire at that point? <laughs> 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 well like i guess if the prospect is that you're never coming back again then yeah i guess you could retire right yeah, at the press conference like i have no words like literally he like he has to type it <laughs> <laughs> like, i have no words he's he's got the device that's morse code instead of the uh sign language interpretation they have the yeah I missed the shot last. Yeah, no, we all saw it. We got a slow replay. Because we know why <laughs> you're in this, you know. So, uh, <laughs> we everybody saw that. <laughs> Your team's talking about trading you. So, we don't care that you're the star. What you what you said was utterly embarrassing. What you did was utterly embarrassing. <laughs> okay. It's so, like you know we're kind of we're kind of glad you're out because now we don't have to be, give you eighty million dollars yeah, on Monday. It's like you have an ultimatum: you can either get traded or you can retire. It's like, well, I don't know. I mean, it, are you like debilitated? Debilitated? Uh, no, you're just mad embarrassed. <laughs> Oh, it was like, oh, okay. So, like, you knocked yourself out, but you didn't, like, break your neck and yeah. fucking everything else. Okay. It was the brick heard around the world. <laughs> it fucking, yeah. you let the, you let the fr uh, layup go so off that when it hits the backboard, it, like, bounces back to the free throw line. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there was nobody behind him who was going for the backboard alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the excuse. You run with that. It's like, I thought somebody was behind me. I was going for the, the alley-oop, but I just looked foolish. Well, imagine if he did like a triple windmill fucking like off the corner of the glass fucking with the, you know, you put English on the ball kind of mm -hmm. like in pool, you know, fucking corner of the glass goes straight and toilet bowls around and flies back out. Damn. That's, or it's like the drum fill. The <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That's less em uh, that's less embarrassing than like completely smoking the layup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You airball the layup like <laughs> it goes up and straight back down. <laughs> it's like, well, he he put too much he put too much brakes on that. <laughs> At least it could be like I hit rim <laughs> on the yeah. other one. <laughs> well, Wait, did you hit the rim if it went straight up and came straight back down? Oh, no, I'm saying on the other shots where, like, drum fills or, like, toilet bowls, it's like, at least I hit the rim on those ones. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, know what that yeah. up-down bullshit was. Yeah, yeah. That was physics at it again. Yeah. <laughs> you, did, you didn't spin the ball. I know what I did, okay? I'm aware. I was there. As I was letting it go, I was saying, fuck, I fucked it up. First, you didn't hear me yell "fuck" as I, <laughs> as, I re as I released the ball. Y'all not just y'all not gonna talk about that. Like, everyone's like, "Oh, you're fuck!" fuck. Like, it's like, yeah, that was me. That wasn't a spectator. Angry mob just fucking chasing him out. 
they somehow have pitchforks. You thought those were outdated and stuff? They had like foldable ones. <laughs> Everybody brought backpacks. <laughs> Everybody in the crowd. They got the home pitchforks. team. All the home team fucking supporters all know that you have to bring a, pitch, a foldable pitchfork in your backpack in order yep. to sit on that side of the stadium. Mm-hmm. So they just do that. The that. away team <laughs> for is that the team reason with the torches. So <laughs> it's like you can run up if you want to. It's like yeah. Well, where, where would the hay be? Mm. That's for the, I guess, the locker rooms. <laughs> the locker rooms are just full of hay. Yeah. Instead of benches and shit, it's just mm-hmm. like bales. Yep. I mean, I, I guess hay is comfortable to like sleep on and like uh, just sit on in general, like a, the, an actual bale. Because, you know, they're sturdy, kind of soft. That's what I hear. Well, that's also how cartoons make it out to be. So. Yeah. And according to Assassin's Creed, you can just jump in there. Yeah, dude, it doesn't matter how high <laughs> you are. Stack. Yeah, fucking 800 foot free base right. fucking straight into a fucking it's like i'm a swan dive off the empire state building but it's cool <laughs> there's a bale of hay i'm finna <laughs> yeah don't worry i'm about to land in that cart <laughs> what oh. cart <laughs> <laughs> that cart right there you don't see it no <laughs> they already booted it like fucking they're towing it away i don't see anything i don't even see the ground from up here by the time he falls all the way down mm-hmm. i don't know yeah so many things it's like he took somebody's parking spot but didn't pay for the thing. Somebody's trying to parallel park. <laughs> they don't see it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, either way. <laughs> How long would it take you to, to fall all the way from the top of the Empire State Building? Uh, How long do you think? Probably like a good, I'm going to say five to seven seconds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it, it goes a lot quicker than you think. Because yeah. I've been skydiving and it's amazing how you just like... Oh shit! Oh shit! The plane is, yes. yeah, literally nice. zooming away. But granted, I guess you know, the plane is going away as you're falling away, so that's like double speed in opposite directions. Yeah. Yeah. But that ground also do be coming up quick. Does it? Yeah. Yeah, well, especially how- when you're like actually about to land, you don't realize because. In the air, it feels like you're going slow, but then when you like get to the ground, it's like, oh shit, we coming in like kind of hot. That's why they tell you, yo, put your fucking legs up. It's like, do not try to run this shit out. Put your legs up and slide. Yeah, yeah. It says nine seconds. Okay. Nine seconds. Okay, I was not not too far off. Not too far off. It would reach 190-ish miles an hour, the penny. If you dropped a penny from the top, that's what it was saying for that. Is but that but then even still, huh? Is that terminal? What is a uh, penny's terminal velocity? Let's find out. Because I, f- I feel like nine seconds is enough to reach terminal. I think nine seconds is just enough to reach terminal velocity. Whether you drop something or fall out of something. Between 30 and 50 miles an hour. That's the penny's terminal velocity? <laughs> yeah. Damn. But didn't it just say that it would reach an 190? Yeah. So how could it even do that? As I said, with this beat, yeah, because this beat will max out at 30 to 50 miles per hour. Let's just look up the, the, Let's just look up the definition of ter- terminal velocity in general. Uh, well, it's the speed at which you can no longer accelerate in the air because wind resistance has with uh, equalized with gravity. 
Yes, or the constant speed that a freely falling object eventually reaches when the resistance of the medium through which it is falling prevents further acceleration. Mm. As you could say. Yeah. So tongue tie. As a human, you technically have two different terminal velocities because when you fall, if you're falling spread eagle, you're getting more rim resistance. But if you fucking hit the pencil dive, fucking <laughs> zooming through that shit. Technically, you could just do VT equals the square root of 2mg over PAC uh, delta. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. just plug that in real quick. Real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just real quick. Uh, so uh, <laughs> V is obviously terminal velocity. Uh, M is mass of the falling object. G is acceleration. Yes, yes, I was. I didn't know that shit. Well, actually, I kind of did. I think D is uh, like deceleration or some shit like that. The drag coefficient. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we all know what that is. Yeah. The drag coefficient. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty straightforward one, honestly. Yeah. Obviously. A dimensionless quantity. So that, you know, so that's good. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, all, all simple stuff. Just, just it's just basic physics. So at the end of know? the day, right around nine seconds, probably. Yeah, nine seconds and 180 miles per hour. Even though the max out <laughs> at 50. Well, what what's the terminal velocity of like a person? You know, uh, what do you think? Uh, I think 190. What an actual like penny's terminal velocity is. It says 120 miles an hour. Okay. Belly to earth position. Okay. What is it if they're pencil diving? Of a pencil of a pencil diver? Yeah. I guess nose to ground instead of belly to ground. It's okay, let's see. It says what would happen if you pencil dive from a mile in the air? Hey. Hit an actual just... That would be really intense. Says the yes. It's like 100... Excess of 100 to 150 miles an hour. So, either way. Hmm. Yeah, your toes. Not that much faster. You know. Yeah, not not much faster. Well, I mean, it doesn't... On paper, it doesn't seem that much faster, but 30 miles an hour makes a big difference in an accident. So What about uh, uh, in a vacuum, though? You know? Hmm. No outside... Any, anything resistance, you know what I'm saying? Isn't that when they have it to where, like, an elephant and a fucking feather would fall and hit the ground at the same time? I, th I think. Well, but Grant, <laughs> if it's a vacuum, you couldn't really drop anything because you would just let it let it go and it would float, right? No, I don't think a vacuum means well, zero gravity. Yeah, no, I'm I'm thinking in you're protected inside while you're running these experiments. But no, a vacuum would just, like, pull you out. So I guess... Well, well, vacuum would pull you in. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm still assuming you're inside of the thing, and like, the shit breaks, and the vacuum of space pulls you out of it. Oh, we're talking about space. Well, that's what a, space is—a vacuum. So okay. So what do you what do you mean by vacuum? Well, does vacuum inherently connotate gravitylessness? Uh. No, I don't think so. I think the uh, could the vacuum effect just means, like an actual vacuum, it sucks everything out of something. 
I think that's why they call space a vacuum. Yeah, it says it, it says it does. It, it, there is gravity. I mean, uh, in there. Hmm. So maybe it's the maybe with the once you get out into space and shit, it's because like the magnetism of shit. Well, I guess. <clears throat> Let me see that again. Okay. A vacuum does not need to be completely devoid of matter. It just needs to have lower pressure than the area around it. That's probably why the insides of space shuttles and all that are so heavily pressurized. And when they bust... Well, it's, it's kind of like being like 10 miles under the water, too. Yeah. You know, like a submarine. Dude, first of all, I, I would go like pretty far. But if I can't like see anything at all anymore... Yeah, if it's just straight blackness. Probably a little... Probably getting close to turn around. Yeah. Turn around. How deep is that in the ocean? Like, I want to say two miles, but I feel like it's a lot quicker than you think before you, you just can't see under the water. Like, how deep does water need to be to not be able to see light? Yeah. How deep before light no longer penetrates water? Because, yeah, like I say, I feel like two miles is a bit extreme for that. Probably like. 200 to 500 feet. You said 200 to 500 feet. Yeah, that's my guess. That's my ballpark estimation. So this says, well, it's mainly talking about the ocean. So is that fair? Yeah. Well, From the sun. The yeah. sun and the ocean. Okay. Yeah. I guess it's about the same, about the same thing anyways, or whatever. But it says uh, 3,280 feet. Damn. Okay, so maybe. Under the right conditions. Under the right. So maybe two miles wasn't far-fetched, but still an overestimation. Because 3,000 feet is about three quarters of a mile yeah well so i'd go i might go a mile a mile down a mile down dude that's a lot that's a lot though if you think about it yeah you know like a mile across the road in yeah. a straight line can kind of seem like a little bit a long so time. just go down instead yeah or just imagine going from the I guess what the tip of the atmosphere would be a mile up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have to, you like shits. Like, okay, so the pressure busts the window in, right? But mm -hmm. not like enough for it to be like, holy shit, you know. Mm -hmm. And then you have like a small leak, but you have to try to get up before whatever else happens. Mm -hmm. And then fucking, well, you have I a mile like to go. If you already have a leak, it doesn't matter. Like two miles an hour, because you're just gonna rise, and the water's still gonna be pouring in if you can't patch it so the water's just going to weigh you back down that's what i'm saying so you yeah. better start doing like like maybe it doesn't start as like a a faucet turned on you know uh, but like a maybe like, like a, a spray drip, or something like, a, like it's <laughs> <laughs> i'm just starting to get pretty worried it's like do y'all hear that we shouldn't hear running water we shouldn't hear any water at all first of all unless we're we standing right in front of it other than each other yeah yes also, apparently there's a really good uh, foreign movie about a submarine called Das Boot. It's German. Kind of like what Badlands uses. Oh, yeah, Das Boot. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, this is the boot. This is the boot for chugging. Is it two, is liters? It two liters? <laughs> is it two liters? I'm, I'm still saying that boot is two liters, yes. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. He put five 12-ounce cans in there. 60 ounces, had two liters of 67 ounces, and he still had plenty of room. Plenty of room up top. 
might even be more than two liters if you if you account in a va- if you're in a vacuum, right? Yeah. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> and you and you have it there, and when you're pouring it in, you know how you get that bulb effect, yeah, or like that lens effect. So mm-hmm. you can you can even go maybe another full can. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Depends on I guess what the circumference of the boot, <laughs> right? <laughs> Depending on how much ounce. You know what I'm saying? You can put, you can really support. Well, I feel like that would come down to the density of the liquid instead of the circumference of the... Well, it would still be the same number of fluid ounces, right? Yeah, but I guess a, a more dense liquid would feel heavier in the mug, so... So, are you saying, like, like pudding versus water, or are you saying, like... Uh, uh We'll say, like... What's the thick, like, milkshake versus water? <laughs> like, it'll, like, the milkshake and the water will both be 12 ounces. Fluid ounces, but weight-wise. I don't know. Maybe the... Or maybe not, right? <laughs> like, well, because you get the milkshake is more than just if what it is. Like, yeah, like it's water ice is. cream and milk, but it's, st- it's still 12, it's still the same volume of space. Right. In a vacuum. Yes. <laughs> so, I guess it's I guess it's the same theory as what weighs more: five hundred pounds of bricks or five hundred pounds of feathers. They're both five hundred pounds. Right. Yeah. But the volume of five hundred pounds of feathers versus five hundred pounds of bricks. Yeah, it would. It would take a lot less to fill a room with five hundred pounds of bricks than five hundred pounds of feathers. Or would it? Could you like kind of? Well, you wouldn't sew them all together because that would, you know, to like keep them really tight. Yeah. So you could p- pack them really hard. Well, I mean, you would kind of have to bag the feathers because you are you going like, to lay each feather in there one at a time? Yeah. Well, you could basically, well, you would have to do something with them, you know, like you'd have to knit them or, or wrap them or something like yeah. that. But Or would you just make the feathers as dense as the bricks? Like make feather bricks? Yeah. Because just the way the brick, then take your feathers make them weigh as much as one brick and then you could just you know we have to do the rest right yeah do you think that 500 how many Ooh. bricks could you get out of 500 pounds of feathers i was just about to ask do you think 500 pounds of feathers would make you as many bricks as 500 pounds of bricks is it might <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i think it'd be more you think it'd be, it takes more feathers to make 500 net brick pounds than it is just having 500 pounds of bricks? Yeah. I can see that. Same same net weight. Yeah. You know? But, you know, the volume's different. Yeah, their terminal velocities vary a little bit, too. You know? Oh, yeah. But I would say by a lot, actually. <laughs> a brick versus a brick of feathers? Well, I was I was saying brick versus a single feather as far as terminal velocity goes. But uh, you know, but the same thing though, right? Like in 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 a vacuum. Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the elephant and the feather will hit the ground at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Doesn't that just happen with gravity though? Well, not all the time, but like things. There's like no outside force acting on either of them, mm. so it's just going straight down. Yeah. Right? Unless you, like, push it or move it. Unless it's swinging and then it lets go or something, mm-hmm. you know. But that wouldn't be a fair test. So no. it would have to be straight down. 
But how would you drop something in a vacuum, though? With a mechanism. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I still say the best method is have them stand in space and be like, all right, we're about to open the door. Be prepared to get sucked out. <laughs> and you measure it. <laughs> be prepared. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> no, no, fucking like you're just sitting there about to open up the window. Like, okay. And fucking be ready. How, how fast ready. would that happen? Uh, well, again, if it's anything like they depicted in movies and TV, like you're fucking just instantaneous, getting like mad pulled out of that hole. So then you wouldn't be dead immediately, right? You would keep floating for in, well, in a, in a straight line forever, basically. Probably right. at that speed, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, it would be at least be kind of fast. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, imagine, like pretty fast. Loading through space at like. 250 miles an hour just oh Dude, shit that'd be terrifying yeah holy shit you just starved to death like in superman pose mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying no nah, i'd hit the iron man i'd fly <laughs> if you could if you could well you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want if you were in a good spot you wouldn't want to move much at all because you wouldn't be able to stop yourself from moving you know oh yeah saying? you just hit you like just keep that getting faster and faster yeah effect. yeah just fucking for the next four days while you're starving to death <laughs> you're still you're also <laughs> spinning <laughs> you're vomiting in your helmet like four times because <laughs> oh that was, you'd probably suffocate from like the vomit fumes before you <laughs> <laughs> before you starve to death <laughs> well I mean I guess if you just ate it back uh. Or you could let it dry and save it and everything, you know? Well, I mean, I've never... But you probably would want to die sooner. Yeah, but doesn't... It's, I don't know, because I feel like vomit, first of all, has a, like a smell to it. Now, just imagine like... There's a fumage, yeah. right? Like you're saying. Now, imagine just that encapsulated in the spacesuit. Yeah. Is a spacesuit a vacuum? Uh, the spacesuit protects you from the vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> do, do do two vacuums cancel each other out? Uh, or do they just combine into a greater well, vacuum? A black hole is a vacuum that happens in space, and nothing can escape a black hole's vacuum. So I guess a black hole's vacuum is more powerful than the vacuum of space. Well, is it a vacuum or is it just like a super dense patch of gravity? You know. Hmm. That is a good question. I would lean toward the gravity, but let's see. I think you might be right on that. Because it's, gravita it's gravitational pull is so much that nothing can get out of it. Okay. So it says, no. A black hole is not a cosmic vacuum cleaner. If our sun was suddenly replaced with a black hole of the same mass, Earth's orbit around the sun would be unchanged. Huh. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? I feel like that's not right. Cause if Dude, what would that look like? Probably like similar to an eclipse. Like it would always be extremely pitch black. Like there would like where where would the sun have gone? Like or is it just it just never was there? Uh, well, if this mm. is well, the moon still there? 
Well, yeah, because the moon orbits us, and if we're unchanged, the moon will probably also remain unchanged. So. Yeah, that'd be intense, wouldn't it? Yeah. And you wouldn't be able to see it, the moon, anyways. Well, really yeah, wouldn't that's be able right. to see anything. Because the sun's gone. So you'd have to and have electricity. Yeah, because the moon just uses the sunlight to re- for reflection for the glow. So, yeah, if you take away the sun, the moon is just... It's always a new moon. Yeah. But but not, though, right? Because you can't see anything at all. Yeah. I I imagine it would still, like, go through its cycles like it does, but to us it would always be, like, a new moon because there's no light shining on it. Well, there's no light shining on it, so you wouldn't be able to see it, right? Yeah. Because we can see it because the light is shining off of it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if you take away the sun... The moon would still like cycle. It would be there, yeah. yeah. Physically, it would be there, yeah. We, we it would just, it, yeah, it would just be a new moon. What does a new moon look like? Uh, all black. Does it look like absolutely nothing is there? I'm pretty sure. So, because it's new moon crescent or whack or waning crescent, and then uh, gibbous full. Give us again, waxing, crescent, new moon. Mm -hmm. Waning is one way, waxing is the other way. But. Audio grave or whatever, right? Like what? Like auto grave? Is that what that word was last time? Grave and goo or something? Oh, accente gu, accente grave. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. we go, yeah. <laughs> so you can still see it, apparently. Mm. Okay, yeah, I imagine it would kind of look like that all the time. Like that? No, that's a crescent moon. Mm, yeah. That's pretty cool looking, though. Yeah. Huh. Well, hopefully I guess that never happens, right? Nah. Well, I mean... Sun's pretty chill, in my opinion. It's a star, so it will happen eventually. Because... All big stars like that turn into black holes? Uh, Black holes are supernovas when they explode, yeah. Because stars are just... They have so much mass that's just condensed. Yeah, wouldn't they have to, like, more, like, implode? Uh, I think it's just the death of a star causes a black hole. Hmm. But you Two know, black holes exist. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I've been moderately wrong this whole podcast, so <laughs> we can fact check me right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What was the question? What causes a black hole? Oh, okay. I say okay. the death of a star. I'm gonna say like a implosion, some sort. Okay. What causes a black hole? Stellar black holes form when the center of a very massive star collapses in upon itself. This collapse also causes a supernova or an exploding star that blasts part of the star into space. Scientists think supermassive black holes formed at the same time as the galaxy they are in. So we were half and half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So it can either be an implosion or an explosion. Well, it is both an it implosion both. and an explosion. Because yeah. it... <laughs> yeah intense yeah. you know could you imagine like being the first person to see that dude if that <laughs> happened to, to explain that to somebody it's like so listen 
I was looking at some lights in the sky. And then one of them looked like the light folded in. And then it just expelled outward. How long does it take light from the sun to get to the earth? Look that up. Uh, I think seven or eight minutes. So That is the speed of light. So if... Uh, from the sun to earth. So if the sun imploded, right, or whatever, did all that shit, it would take eight minutes for it to look like it did. Start looking like it, w- like it was. Uh, I think so. Yeah. That's a long time. You know what I'm saying? It takes eight minutes. Yep. Eight minutes. Yeah, that's a little while, you mm-hmm. know? So, like... Did you just look up and you see that happening all of a sudden? I don't know. I feel like... Actually, I don't know if you'd hear that. Because the sun is so far away. Well... <laughs> also, there's no sound in space. So, yeah, it nothing would actually travel. So... Well, there there might not be sound in space, right? But, like, the shock wave could eventually send sound, you know, once it got to here. If, if it were that grand of an explosion, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Fucking blow the whole thing off the axis and it fucking the, the earth starts spinning like 300 miles. 300, well, no, 300 miles an hour would make the seasons like go by faster or whatever if, if, this, if the earth was like knocked off its axis yeah. that fast. First, first of all, I feel like the earth spins much faster than 300 miles an hour. Well, yeah, no, yeah. then I was saying like 300,000 yeah. and shit like that. Could you imagine like... Well, well, how many miles an hour does the earth spin at? Yeah. This is a very space and science episode. <laughs> Just curious questions, you know? Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson would love this shit. He's, yeah, he's let's like, get him on here. Oh, shit. They're talking about space. So, ooh, I'll do you one. How fast does the Earth rotate and how fast does the Earth take to complete one elliptical uh, spin around the sun? Take how it said how long? A year, right? Well, 365 days, yes. The... Uh, Earth rotates roughly a thousand miles an hour. So three hundred more would be a lot. Yeah. It would do something. Mm-hmm. And how fast does the Earth travel around the sun? Thirty kilometers per second, or sixty-seven thousand miles per hour. Hell yeah. Damn. So sixty-seven thousand miles an hour going forward. While spinning at another thousand miles an hour, yeah, that's crazy. At a slight angle, yeah, at a slight, and the angle changes as the seasons go on. The axis, because sure about that. Well, yeah, pretty sure it's always the same tilt. Earth, the tilt of the Earth is the same all the time. Uh, well, the tilt, I think, is the same, but. As the, as we, because we're in the northern hemisphere, so as we start to tilt further away from the sun, that's how we get winter, because well, yeah. we're not facing it so much. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. But that also depends on like where in the in the elliptical you are in relation to the sun, because the Earth's going to be spinning the same speed no matter what. So it depends on how close you are or far away you are from the sun at any given point in time, right? Like if you're closer to the sun. Because it's not a perfect circle that we're yeah, it's going around in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that has something to do with it too, I would think. But because it's always at the same axis, so it just depends on like if the sun is well, here, you know what I'm saying? 
Okay, well, the sun is always like this. Earth is always like this. If this is North America, we would I'm always... About, I'm, talking, I'm not talking about like a specific oh. continent. I'm talking about like the actual tilt of the Earth itself. It isn't, doesn't change. It, does, it is not going to go from 22.5 degrees in this direction to 22.5 degrees in this direction. Are you sure? Does it spin like a top or something? Is it, uh, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, the Earth... Okay, because the axis is never straight. It's always like this. Yeah, it's like it's 20, always 22 and some change degrees, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying it can be when it's summer in North America, it's 22 degrees to the left. When it's winter in North America, it's 22 degrees to the right because we're further away from the sun. So we're not getting as much sunlight. That's why the southern hemisphere is experiencing summertime while we're experiencing wintertime because their tilt is now closer to the sun. But the tilt isn't any different. It's where they are in the on the tilt that is dictating it. But if it wouldn't tilt the other way, it would always just be you're locked in one season. Cause if no, because you're, get, you're either closer or further away from the sun at any given point in time. Okay, well, even... Okay, so if the tilt is always like this and we're still facing like this, day, night, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because we're always facing like this. So we would always be in summer. So when it tilts this way, the other southern continents well, experience. Well, look up how, se- how the seasons work. Okay. <laughs> I feel like actual scientists are like blowing their brains out. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> shut the fuck they're, up they're all resigning. about science. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> or let's look up how does the earth tilt. How does the earth's tilt work? That'll probably help us better. How does the Earth's tilt affect the seasons? Earth's tilted axis causes seasons. Throughout the year, different parts of the Earth receives the sun more directly. So when the North Pole tilts towards the sun, it's summer in the Northern Hemisphere. And when the South Pole tilts towards the sun, it's winter in the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah, because, dude, it's, it's, it's in one place. So... Like what do you like? What is it saying? Does it have like a diagram or anything? Uh, images. Yeah. See. Yeah, but th- this line didn't. The line through the center doesn't change. It's it's the same. We're getting real sciencey here. Real real sciencey. I'm saying, dude, it, I think that it stays, it, see, because, yeah. You could, uh, you could say, does the tilt of the earth ever change? That is the better question. Because that first explanation made it sound like it does, when the north is more tilted towards it, and then the south pole is more tilted towards it. Wow. Okay. Because it's rotating in multiple ways simultaneously. It's going. It's going. We're spinning one speed. We're flying in another circle, another speed. You know what I'm saying? It all takes. It takes 365 days, obviously, to go all the way around. You know. So at any given point, we're going to be further or closer away from it. And the Earth doesn't ever not spin the same way. It's just where it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it takes that long for the heat, for us to realize the heat is going away and coming back. You know, that's what the season is. Yeah, but I still feel like if it's tilted one, I still feel like if it's tilted one way, though, I don't know. I still feel like if it's tilted one way, you would be landlocked in the season if it doesn't tilt the other way. 
That's why everything in the equator is usually pretty steady. We'll look up how seasons work then. Seasons happen whenever you, where you are is further away from the sun than it was before, <laughs> or closer than it was before. How do seasons work? Okay. Earth has seasons because its axis is tilted. Earth rotates on its axis as it orbits around the sun, but the axis always points in the same direction. Okay. December. Summer south of the equator when winter what the fuck southern <laughs> south of the equator winter north of the equator the sun shines directly on the southern hemisphere and indirectly on the northern hemisphere march fall south of the equator spring north of the equator the sun shines equally on the southern and northern hemispheres june winter south of the equator summer north of the equator the sun shines directly on the northern hemisphere and indirectly on the southern hemisphere so there we go mm-hmm Give my money. All right. I'm understanding it now. <laughs> <laughs> I am understanding it now. Well, beloved. Well, it's the shit that's like interesting, but you don't think about it until you do. Yeah. And then it's like, hold on. Now I'm going all the way down this. Like we are <laughs> in this rabbit hole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about quitting my job and becoming a scientist. That's fucking. Astrology, no, whatever that the fuck. Path a long time ago. <laughs> well, it's never too late to start, right? It is never. Well, maybe some things. Like, do you think. No, you could probably make it to the NBA with some serious training you can do. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, with the help of a few hundred I mean, thousand dollars. <laughs> you have to quit you your job can play an NBA. right now and completely dedicate your life to basketball. <laughs> you hide in the fucking, like, I mean, the but, public park bathrooms to sleep at night or whatever. Yeah, but granted, you know. How would you, like, get scouts to come look at your game? Because you're not in school anymore, so they're not checking you out in high school. Well, I mean, you could go to college, I guess. Well, you'd have to just make videos and shit, right? Yeah, do Try that. Try to get out that way. Play and college basketball, too. Get a highlight. Because scouts go to college games. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't have to be a college basketball player in yeah, order but to. I feel like it would more likely increase your chances of making it to the NBA, especially if you, like, lead the team with, like. Oh, we're talking about the NBA. Okay. Well, yeah, I was saying, like general stepping stones to get to the nba step one obviously get good at basketball if you're an adult you've obviously missed playing in elementary middle and high school so you've missed those scouts that would be like hey is there, is I there like an your... age limit on the nba could if somebody was like good enough and they were 75 could they join uh i think there was a You'd dude have who... to get drafted and picked wouldn't you yeah i think there was a dude who played up until his like 50s or 60s so i don't know i don't know if there's an age limit once dude, you're that's in pre- that's pretty bad for i don't your... know yeah, I don't know if there's a, there's an age Ease. limit once you're in, if if you're healthy, but I don't know if there's an age limit before you can get in. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. Hmm. What's the shit you think about? Hell yeah. <laughs> so space and sports. <laughs> we really we really just all over the place. Actually, we've been in two separate lanes. Yep. Pretty consistently talking about sports and space. But taking it back to sports uh, and the age limit thing, I feel like even if you are 45, but you're still moving like, you know, uh, Jordan or Iverson or Shaq or Kobe in the prime and you're shooting like Curry in his prime, I feel like they would, they'd be stupid to not put you on the team. Well, 
Yeah, but 45 is not really all that old, though, if you think about it. I mean, 45 is not all that old, no, but 45 is pretty old to start an NBA career. You'd probably be the oldest starting. Well, you said you're starting then, or you're at at Uh, that point where you're getting to be good enough at 45? Your age is 45, and... And you want to be an NBA basketball player. Yeah. Your age is 45. And we might not ever you, get there, but you should well, never no, give no, up, no. right? Your age is 45. You're good enough to be an NBA player. So you're in the drafts. Okay, well, a there's a big advantage. Player. Is there a big advantage? Well, no, I'm saying like, well, that's a big advantage. I thought you were saying you had to start from scratch to make it into the NBA uh. from 40, starting at 45. But now it's if you're 45 and you're good enough to be in the NBA. Well, I mean. So then that's a lot better odds. Well, yeah. But if you are 45 and started from scratch, you you have a long road. Is well, I don't know. Might be painful. I was about to say it might not be looking good for you, but I also don't know how good you inherently are at basketball. Yeah, how you know how in shape be, you are, you know all that kind of you thing. You could be fucking sleeper agent out here. Just every shot goes in, nothing but net. Yeah, or you roll mm-hmm. your ankles on a wide open layups. Yeah. You know, either yeah. way it goes. I guess you'll find out. We'll all find out. That would be horrible. Or, or like, about to get a little graphic here. The one dude, you remember uh, a few years, not a few years ago. Like, it's probably like eight years ago at or this like point. like broke his leg in half kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. at the dunk. Because he, he came down what looked like regular. And then the bone just fucking snapped out his shit. I was like, yeah, yep. what the fuck? Now, that may not inherently be a career ender, right? Not inherently, no, but you definitely get some time off. Yeah, you better ride that eighty million out. Yeah. See what you can do with that. It's like look, I could hopefully I, it lasts. It's like I could I can make eighty million last a a few years. Yeah, we could. Yeah. But if you're like already you've been living off of eighty million a year for six, eight years, you know? Well, if I'm living off eighty million a year for six, eight years, I have eighty million times six times eight. Well, you'd be spending all kinds of money, though. Uh, no, I wouldn't. Just because I'm making eighty million dollars, don't mean I'm gonna change up how I'm living now. Well, you would spend at least something. You wouldn't just have eighty million times six. Yeah, obviously, I gotta live and shit. But like, <laughs> I'm financially literate enough to know how to not blow eighty million dollars in a year. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. everyone, though. Yep. Like the people that get the the mega mega pot fucking mega ball yeah. shit jackpot and they blow in like three years three or something like that. Just start like 180 million. Just start giving it away. It's like I have all the money. It's like you have some of the money. You're a millionaire. It's actually way more money. You're not a billionaire. Calm down. Now, do you think that? Because you know, whenever you you eventually get up to a mil like a millionaire, mm-hmm. right, and then. It's you're not really even that rich until you get to like ten, fifteen million plus, you know. And even still, you're which is like low. Yeah, and I was supposed to say even still, you're still bottom of the barrel rich. Right. So then, you make it up to like a hundred million, you're doing pretty good. Pretty good. But once you make it up to a billion, you know, then it's a new class. Like there's there's people, yeah. like a billion people. No, a billion dollars. Isn't like that much to billionaires. No, right? Because they have multi billions of them, like you know Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, all them. 
other right. people, multi-billionaires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet, wouldn't it? To be a multi-billionaire. Yeah, with with none of the like the none of the showiness. Not like you just have. You just have five, seventy five billion dollars. Yeah, you have seventy billion dollars. You're like, chilling. And nobody knows you're the richest. It's like, yeah, I still work a part-time job. It's like, it's like, yeah, I just have a lot when of hobbies. I, when I say I don't need this job, y'all really do not understand how much I do not need this job. Okay? Yeah, this is my uh, this is my lunch money. I have so much money I couldn't spend it before I died. Well, you could, couldn't you? Seventy billion dollars. You think you could get rid of seventy billion dollars? You really tried. I mean, if you really tried, yeah, but by then you're just buying, you're just buying shit to buy shit at that point. Yeah, but even it's still, like, like a lot of stuff that you'd be buying would probably make money inherently too. You should be getting money back anyway. Yeah, it's like, oh, I bought fifty fifty million dollars worth of art. Ten years later, oh, that fifty million dollars worth of art is worth five hundred million dollars. Sell it? No, or would you keep it until it's worth a billion? Because what if it just went back down? What if, like, the museum it was in or some bullshit uh, like that burned down or whatever? Somebody stole it out of your house? Well, if... Well, if the muse... Mm, well, I feel like if you have a piece of art and there's X number of copies of them, as more of those copies get destroyed, your particular piece of art goes up because there's less of them. So people are willing to pay more to have it because there's less. Well, there's always going to be only one original, though, which is what you would want in the art. True. And that original is always the hardest to come by. Yeah, so you fork over five hundred million, or Maybe. could I just let it be the only one, a little while longer? You know, get us get a little Billy going. You yeah, know what I mean, I mean, because if everybody knows you have the last one, people are yeah, gonna be you bidding. have the only one. People are gonna be bidding on it. So, much like the housing market right now, just drive that shit up. Yeah, but that's that's kind of insane though. That you know, you have like a guitar. Mm-hmm. Right, like guitars get pretty expensive, mm-hmm. but not that expensive. No. No, but then it, but they're also like two different classes of category. Yeah, but you could apply that to anything. Like, yeah, what what makes a, a painting worth five hundred million dollars, but not some other shit? Hmm. I guess the painting, the time period it was painted, the subject matter of the painting. I guess you know it being timeless. Well, until it burns. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, cause how much would you say Mona Lisa is worth? Not billions, not hundreds of millions. Maybe like, I don't know. Yeah, Mo- Mona Lisa. Fucking the most basic. I don't know. I'll go like fifty million. I don't know. The most basic bitch painting. Mona Lisa. Yep. So Mona I'm saying the decent millions. 870 million. Oh. <laughs> well, Damn, Mona Lisa worth some cheddar. See, but that's a little bit different, though. You know, yeah. it's the... It's the Mona Lisa. So that's why. But then again, it's a... It is still just a fucking painting, though. It's, but a, then, Leo, it's but a Leonardo again, da Vinci painting, though. Right. But that's also why. You know, so I wouldn't right. be... I, I wouldn't... I. If that didn't exist, right, and I made it, it wouldn't be suddenly worth $870 million. No. No, it wouldn't be. I would, it would have to be however long it's been 
But again, I guess the value comes from the person who painted it too. That and the time period that it was painted in, right? Like you were saying? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, maybe not so much time period as more so the person. Because if Drake were to suddenly become a painter, he'd make probably a hell of money off his paintings. But if he started as a painter, he wasn't already a rich-ass famous rapper and shit. Yeah. Then probably not. Well, he'd probably be very well known in, like, the art universe. How? Starting, from starting like, from fresh. Uh, like, well, he's, he's not Drake. He's well, just, you know what I'm saying? The, I'm assuming the Drake of today has done the legwork to get to where he is now. Just in art. So, like, Drake started art back in, like, 0809. Drake in 2022 is now the fucking Van Gogh of painting. Everybody has to have a Drake original. It's just like Bob Ross. Bob so Ross. that's assu- that's assuming a lot too, though that yeah. that would happen. It's probably just like Bob Ross. Bob Ross was probably a nobody uh, inherently because he just used to be like a drill sergeant in the military, and then he was a good painter. I don't know how he got the PBS deal, but. As more people found out who he was and all the paintings he was doing, his shit grew in value. Yep. But that, you know, I guess just I guess the moral of the story doesn't happen overnight. No. Like most things, if you really want it, you got to put in the work for it. Yeah, even if you're 45 trying to play basketball. Yep. Or skateboard or something. Yeah. You better be careful. Better be. But if you've been playing, dedicating shit to your life to some shit, when you, by the time you get 45, you should probably be a master at it. Like, at least be semi-decent. Semi-decent. Like, yeah. Like, if I've been... Because not everyone can master anything. Yeah, that's why you... Yeah, that's why, like, that's the one thing. That's the one thing that's always been a constant in your life. Like, drawing. That used to be something that I used to do all the time. If I kept drawing when I started drawing in, like, fifth grade, 10, up until now, I'd probably be a fantastic ass drawer probably be like a tattoo artist and fucking charge yeah tons of money yeah i could do you think do tattoo artists get free tattoos from other tattoo artists as maybe like a favorite it's like yo i'll tattoo you but i want a tattoo from you uh when the time comes it's like got you bro (laughs) yeah probably you think so Mm mm-hmm either that or either that or maybe not i guess it just depends like probably like if i I know you discounted it's like, hey, bro, I, li- I like the work you do. Can I get a tattoo from you? Yeah. 500 bucks. Oh. Well, I was just going to give you a tattoo in return. I don't want a tattoo from you. Oh. What's <laughs> 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 up, $500? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that awkward silence, though. Whoops. It's like, not because you're not good enough. I just don't want a tattoo. I I wouldn't even have anywhere for it to go anyways. Yeah. Actually, would you let a tattoo artist tattoo you that didn't have any tattoos? If I looked through his like catalog and shit and I liked it. Okay. That's respectable. That's respectable. I would say, I will say it's kind of weird. Not just not like weird weird, just like that little kind of you tattoo people but don't have at least one like a, a small one they have one but it's like just like 
It's like never gonna see it. Yeah. It's like I got a uh, I got a semicolon like on my collarbone. Inside of my armpit, you know, or like some mm-hmm. bullshit like that. Yeah. It's like, oh I have a tattoo. Where's it at? It's under my hair. You know, it is my hair. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying? That'd be a wicked ass tattoo. But you know how they have they do that though, don't they? It's like Yeah. It, my, obviously you called? can't get microblading your kind of or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that'd no. be that'd be pretty tough. Yeah. You get it. Then they have to come out with something else, you know, like tat glued, right? So you would have like basically you'd be like sewing something onto your head. That's just called weave. But like but it would be a wig, but instead of like gluing it, I mean, I know what you're talking, I know what you're saying, but like yeah. if you wanted to have my shit and you were completely bald, mm-hmm. you know, and you wanted to be like permanent, right? Mm-hmm. Then you would have to do all that. Oh, yeah. All the the individual one by ones. It's like. You have like an industrial sewing machine. Wouldn't that technically be like considered a surgery? They'd have to put you to sleep for that? It might not necessarily be surgery. It's like. Like a, like a surgery adjacent? surgery-esque it's a procedure yeah it's procedural for sure yeah but like plenty of things are procedures but aren't well yeah but um like dentistry yeah i'm kind of i think it falls in the line of like the realm of plastic surgery because it's a body alteration modification stuff like that yeah but it's not plastic surgery though no but i'm i'm saying i would categorize it as like it's close enough in the practice. I mean, if if nothing else, you'd probably at least want to be put to sleep because it would hurt like a bitch to have fucking shit sewn onto your yeah. head. Like a uh, one needle for every individual hair follicle. <laughs> it's like. Hopefully, you like the end product too. Ooh yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure that hair wouldn't grow because your natural hair is not growing. So. Right. There'd be nothing there to... You'd never have to spend money on haircuts ever again. True. But you'd always have the same hair. But... If or no, you could cut it, but then you could never go back unless you want to do that again. If that starts falling out again, you got to go back. You better make sure they get it right the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Might as well just cut your whole scalp off and replace it with somebody else's. You know what I'm saying? All right, now you're on some get out type shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at that point, right? I mean, you know... If you want to, you're trying to switch it up like that. It's like I like this high top box fade, so I wanted it. <laughs> you just look dumb. Yeah, but I say it just looks so off. It's like, like, it's like, it's like, bro, it's your like, face shape, man. Uh, so you know, you were a blonde, right? Like two weeks ago. Silky smooth, flowing hair in the breeze. Yes. Okay. Now you got textured hair. It's ethnic hair. I'm not saying it's fake, but I, we know your shit is fake, bro. <laughs> I'm not saying it is, but I mean, I will, though. It's like, I don't need, I don't think, you know, I really need to it's like, say it. I feel like it goes without saying that we all know that ain't your hair well or is it now it's on my head so what else could it be it is. yeah you know like, where'd you get that hair from 
I grew it. <laughs> That's the funniest shit you've said all week. Where'd you get that hair from? All right, it's a lace front. You got me. <laughs> all right. Uh, you gotta know. My homegirl put me on, so. No. What, does it look nice? Nah. Nah, it looks really dumb. It looks absolutely. Like, really dumb. Your homegirl, not your homegirl, because she wouldn't have let you leave looking like that if she was your homegirl. Would have told you to do a little something, you know, maybe consider, maybe maybe weigh your options before you start in yeah. that sort of situation, you yeah. know? Maybe see if maybe. you get some kind of, like, virtual representations or, you know. Was that the only option? Proof pictures. Or did you, did she try to talk you out of it Is, and you just had to have it? You just had to have it? Okay. 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 All right. Okay. We'll, we'll figure something else. We'll figure something out to do about that. You know what? I'm going to just let you do you. You're not hurting nobody. So you know what? Who am I? You know, that's all that is. Who am I to judge? But that would be some wild shit. Like, yeah. seeing like yeah. white dude perfect high top box speed like like guile from fucking street fighter yeah <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> the <laughs> fucking house party couldn't play <laughs> shit standing all the way the fuck up it's got the part in the middle you grow it to where it's like halfway down your back and then you just tower it <laughs> or whatever that'd be a lot of hair gel yeah, a lot, lot of spray, of, a lot of gel. A lot of whatever it takes to get that standard. A whole lot of some shit. Yeah. Also, if you wanted it to be like a traditional high top box speed, you'd, you'd have to get geometric with the shit because you couldn't just like spike it up like a mohawk. You'd have to like. Right. Yeah. You'd like Gerald it, right? Yeah. Shout out Hey Arnold. <laughs> but then. It would be it would, it would be way harder. Yeah, but see, Gerald being black, his hair just kind of naturally does that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would yeah. be harder for my hair to do some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Hence the gel and the spray. My hair can't do it at all. I'm bald, so. <laughs> well, I mean, well, it, it might could. have the sewing procedure. I mean, it could. It would just be a massive cul-de-sac in the middle of my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have the Costanza 2.0. <laughs> but granted if it's a high top box fade well mm, no nah, it'd look it'd look weird as fuck from the front <laughs> just, just, it's like why does it look like extra dark like in like the middle why does it look so shadowy only on that there? one part like it's it's two completely different colors yeah. <laughs> like one's like, pitch fucking black it looks like shiny. extra shadowy in there we don't know what the fuck is what are we looking at so you see it from up top. It literally looks like a cul-de-sac, a Google image map. <laughs> it's like, oh. You, you know, like like the the barber, what they do is they put color in your hair mm-hmm. of a Google, like a screenshot of Google Maps. So like <laughs> you can you can see the houses, the fucking cars. <laughs> it's like the, the barbers who be like shaving people's faces. In their head, like when people be smoking, <laughs> yeah. like they'll put a cigarette in it and the shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could actually do that. Yeah, I saw one that was funny as shit where it was uh, the dude was, um, 
he he was holding a picture of how he wanted his hair to look mm-hmm. and that's what the barber did was he he put he he's he etched him holding that picture into the back of his book. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta fight your barber at that point. Yeah, immediately. Uh, yo, speaking of, I saw this video today. This <laughs> this dude was getting his haircut, and the barber like pushed his shit back. I'm talking like regular hairline to like. Halfway, like right above the line of your ear. Yeah, like straight up. Like, like, like you have a helmet on. Straight up. I was like, see, it's funny too. Whenever they do that, they do that, right? Mm-hmm. And they they shave like the your hairline, right? And but then they like bu- super buzz cut all the way back to that point, right? Uh-huh. But then they even still they still they still make your shape. They shape it up, and then they right. do everything else. They like, give you the fade on your sides. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah. Crazy. That's tragic, man. At that point, I'm just, I'm just like, you know what? Get rid of all of it. It's like, you know what? I'm starting just over. Shave me bald. Do you have anybody who specializes with a straight razor and shaving cream? Okay. That's how crisp and freshly bald. I want you to Mister Clean me. Okay. And then they have, then they slap the fucking alcohol. That shit. It's like a towel. Like you think it's like a hot towel. It's like but nah. it's it's just a completely soaking a wet alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. Damn. Straight Everclear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just drape first around your face. <laughs> first of all, if the barber's using Everclear and not rubbing alcohol, I'm probably not going back to that barber. It's like they use 99 bananas. You get a whole DUI because you smell like fucking Everclear vodka after your haircut. The cop does not believe you have not been drinking because you smell that much like... Well, is Everclear vodka? Ooh. I don't, I don't think that it is, but, I, you know, I don't think so. I think it is what it is. Everclear. Yeah. Oh. Let's find out, though. Because I thought Everclear was like just a highly proofed vodka. But every uh, it said there is no vodka in it. The difference is that Everclear is rectified rectified spirit, whereas vodka is not distilled at all. So it says rectified spirit is pure grain alcohol. So, hmm, huh? Well, there we go. I'd chalk another one up. Learning a lot of things. I need to start a. I need to start a couple of courses today you know what, what I'm saying? learn how to make alcohol or learn how to make everclear well, what it is and then also like the uh <laughs> the earth shit who i can we got that one oh, yeah. going what was the other one uh the fucking uh black holes and shit yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you had half of that one too you know? yeah no completely wrong on the seasons though and also as the more i thought about it the more i understand yeah because like yeah yeah, if 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 the if the angle of the Earth yeah. changed at all, everything would be completely fucked. Yeah, dude, that'd be a hella time of year, though, wouldn't it? Like even like point two degrees. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything would be fucked. Yeah. It's like yeah, no. Every uh, every June and December, it's a fucking ice age. Yeah, ice age or fucking volcanic eruption or fucking. <laughs> at least it feels like that outside. Plate tectonic shifts going on. You walk outside. You have to wear like an air conditioning suit with mm-hmm. like, you know, misting 
you're just Apparati. you're just in a perpetual spacesuit for yeah pretty much because yeah. it's so hot but then whenever it gets cold it gets cold cold, cold you know cold. What I'm saying like like negative 80 negative 100 yep before the wind chill like devoid of sunlight cold yeah it's like it's pitch black outside mm-hmm. every, all day every day like like alaska times you know to the nth power yeah alaska's beautiful though so when you can see it when you can see it yeah <laughs> <laughs> alaska also deadly as fuck between the bears and the moose and all the other shit that's up there but it's got nothing on australia yeah well the spiders man nah. they just creep up on you though that's the thing like if if you kind of knew it'd be a little bit different right like like you could be walking down the street and you see a fox I mean, you might not have seen it until until you did. Obviously, you didn't see it until you did. Yeah. But ordinarily, it wouldn't be all up on you like too late type shit. Like you would kind of notice it. Yeah. And you could do something about and where you're at and what you're doing. Foxes are pretty docile, so. Right. So if you like, intense. I'm not saying so a spider would be that big. Mm-hmm. But like, you kind of know what's going on with it. Yeah. Right. I mean, granted, though, like. If I put my hand in my car door handle and a spider the size of it crawls out from under my car door handle, first of all, how did you fold yourself up? How did you transmogrify yourself to be the perfect in incognito mode? Well, I guess really because it doesn't it, it wouldn't matter where it's touching it. It could stick to it. So it could like fold it could fold itself all kinds of up. You know, compress itself. True. You know? But granted, if it's the size of my hand, I, I got so many questions. It's like, I understand the legs. But yeah, your my, body? Yeah, my whole hand can't even fit in there. Yeah. But you're as big as my hand. <laughs> you can. Yeah. Well, I guess if you could, you'd have to, the dimensions that you'd have to fold your hand into. Yeah. Damn. this. You wouldn't be able to, I guess. Yeah. I mean, no. Nah, I'm chalking that up to nature just figuring shit out. Because nature just be doing shit can't stop it Mm-mm. can't stop it man but sadly this show does have to stop some things do stop and that's okay but you know much like the water flowing we'll be back again you know what i'm saying as the seasons change yeah doth we deliver yeah and so with that being said from the chill time podcast this has been terrell and Derek. Y'all be breezy.